you do the thing. <laughs> Welcome to Be the Best Art Degrassi Fan Podcast. I'm Ashley. I'm Hannah. I'm Jasmine. I'm back. I'm sorry, Apollo <laughs> just made a nightmare sound. Um, so today's episode was called Making Whoopee. Double entendre. Which there's a lot of whoopee cushions, but mm-hmm. also fucking. Yeah, they tried to throw us off by being like, it's actually about whoopee cushions. We're silly. But then you had to see nude adults. So they weren't like two in one. nude in the sense that you saw anything. You saw legs. You knew that they were naked. You so. knew that yeah, they you were knew. nude. So it was both a prank war and also a traumatic experience for Arthur. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess that's kind of the point of this whole thing is that Arthur's dad is like dating again. Which is probably good because his mom has remarried at this point and is also super rich. So, like, he deserves nice things and happiness. But he's just, like, dating his coworker Carol. Yeah. Who looked, like, 80 the first time we saw her, but is also maybe just in her 30s. I don't know that she... She seemed younger later. Yeah, it's hard to peg her. And then it was, like... Wasn't hard for Arthur's dad to peg her. Sorry. Pretty good good joke, Hannah. I'm sorry. Did you miss me last week? Yeah. Yeah, we missed you a lot. We missed the spire that you bring. Um, I do enjoy that he's having, like, a prank war with his dad, and it's, like, so fun-spirited. Yeah. And I love it. They're little pranksters. Um, They do all the classics, including just wearing silly sunglasses and having a conversation. Um, They're just zany all the time. I love it. My dad's idea of a prank when I was growing up is he would, like hide under my bed like when I got up to go to the bathroom in the night and then he would just like reach up and like touch my feet from under the bed. Um, That's really scary. That would make me pee the bed. Mm-hmm. Even yeah, though well, I, I had just gone to the bathroom so he timed it well. Safe. But see my dad's idea was a prank of a prank was once he came home and he had a bundle of blankets in his arms and he's like Ashley come meet our new puppy and then I went over there and he said joking and like Threw out the blanket, and there was no puppy in there, and I was very sad. <laughs> I think you see his idea of a prank was marrying someone five years older than you. Well, that, if that was a prank, he did a great job. It was so good. She was only two years older than me also. She wasn't two years older than yes, you. Yes, she was. No, she's two years older than Jasper. No, she was the same age as Jasper. Holy shit. I thought that she was five years older than us. This is actually way worse. So, yeah. Oh, but no, because Damien was five. Yes. And she had him instead of going to prom. And we were graduating that year. So we were 18. So we were the same age that she was when she had her five year old son. No. So she was 22. Yeah, we were 18. So that's four years. Four years? I don't know math. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Doesn't matter. It's inconsequential. She was very young. I was into pranking for a while. I was thinking of all my greatest hits. (laughs) Oh (laughs) yeah. One Uh, time I asked you for water and you gave me lukewarm water. That's a good one. That's a good one. It was also where I would like wait behind doors for people so I could jump out and scare them, but I would scare myself. (laughs) Which I think was it you or was Sarah where I started laughing. And you, you knew I was coming, but then I still scared you. <laughs> I think that was Sarah, but one time I scared you in, like, the same way. 
and then you just kind of like react like didn't react and then very slowly just like punched me <laughs> but like after the shock had happened you were just like oh Ugh. can't prank me unprankable um, there's meat stare too which is a classic <laughs> prank what, what is meat stare? meat stare meat stare was when i left some meat on the stairs it wasn't meant to be a prank i just forgot i left it on the stairs and i can't remember who was it if it wasn't you guys probably sarah it and must it have just, been like stepped on it and was like what is this just a good bag meat prank. The best part of that prank is the name, because meat stare is just a good name for a yeah. prank. Um, I think that's all my pranks. Uh, I'm not good the, at a the prank. The lukewarm water one is good. I've done that to many people. <laughs> it's not a prank. It's just inconsiderate. It's what people deserve for asking me to do anything for them. It's like I will do it in a bad way. <laughs> Never ask me for anything again. Do you ever do a prank? Once I pranked Sarah. <laughs> Why do you always just prank Sarah? Okay, I love Sarah, but she's an easy target. Um, she's yeah. I told her, I think it was kind of inappropriate, but I was like, oh, we were watching something, and it was, and I was like, oh, I'm getting hot and bothered, jokingly, and I was like, I'm just gonna go upstairs, and I went into her bedroom, and I squeaked on her bed. Do you remember Until she, I, until I could hear her screaming, fuck no! <laughs> And then I came out downstairs and I was like, feel better now. <laughs> it was great. That's a good prank. It was a great prank. Shout out to Sarah for putting up with all of us. <laughs> no pranks. Little pranksters. Did you ever do a prank? No, I'm really bad at pranks. I don't oh. keep a secret well. I don't have like a good straight face. I'm bad at lying. Like I can't do any setup. I don't think I've ever pranked anybody. Aside from just, like, scaring people. Yeah. We do that a lot at work. Like, when I worked in the store, our basement is, like, really creepy and, like, maze-like and also haunted. And, like, a fun thing to do there is to, like, I don't know. It's just really easy to spook people. Just, like, reach through the clothes and just, like, touch them. The boys I work with are really into a prank. Mm -hmm. They do a good prank. All I can hear is just them, like, yelling all the time because they, like, hide in garbage. <laughs> I did once because I used to work at the Sears in the baby department we used to have all these really big boxes and once one was like almost as tall as me so I climbed inside of it and uh, I waited until my boss came around and I jumped out of the box <laughs> and I scared her it's frightening yeah one time my coworker um found this band in Vancouver that I really hated and he found out that Burger Records was like their favorite label and he just, like, somehow made a fake Burger Records, like, label, like, email signature and, like, emailed them. It was, like, we love your band and we want to sign you. Please, like, call us. And then he, like, recorded his, like, voicemail to be, like, you've reached the, like, West Coast Canadian Burger Records office. I don't know. It was a very elaborate prank and they never followed up on it. But we got a good laugh out of it all day. So, you know, you win and you lose. Mm -hmm. It was entertaining. Okay. It was still better than any of the pranks that these guys did, because they were like, Oom, I've got this tiny camera, but it's a water gun. Also putting plastic flies in soup and milk. It was a tiny pack of bubble gum, but it's also a water gun. That's, That's a, a water. Water-based water pranks. Yeah. 
a can of peanuts, but it's got a fake snake inside. Mm -hmm. I like how Arthur didn't participate in that, so he just opened it for him. <laughs> he was, was just like, like, that's not pranking someone at that point, that's just bullying them. <laughs> <laughs> You're just a bully yet. Yeah. Um, so Arthur says something very harsh, but made me laugh very hard when he referred to Carol as too old to date. 30-something, and then said she was probably desperate to get married. And it was... <laughs> He's been reading a lot of, like, Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> it was just so harsh. That made me laugh so hard. Yeah. It's like, I'm glad that this is how children and teens think about age. And it is. Like, kids have no concept of age. They really don't. It's and true. And then you grow up and realize, like, oh... I used to think 30 was so old, but now I'm pretty much there, so I'm just pretending I don't feel like it's old anymore. Yeah, I've been really, like, feeling the passage of time this week, because we're yeah. hanging out with Ashley's sweet baby sister. That's mm -hmm. true. Who's a child. She's an She's actual child. 13, and I knew her when she was a baby, and I was like, I was there the day you learned how to jump. And I still think that I'm not that old, I but... I still don't know how to jump. <laughs> but I still don't even know. I have so much to learn. Yeah. But she just made me feel so old because mm -hmm. I'm like, you're like a full-fledged person with an obsession with Nirvana and a septum ring. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And an alternative lifestyle haircut. What a cool 13-year-old. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's cool as hell. She's cool as hell. She's like very nice. She's got her head on straight. Nice. She does. She said some very nice things where she was just like, all my friends make fun of this girl and think she's like terrible because she dated three different boys in one semester and I was like well what do you think about that and she's like I don't see a problem with that and I was like yes you've got you've got it going on you know what's up don't judge other girls date. let that girl live her life 20 boys a semester yeah you know what? get Grift it all em. done in the first semester so that you never have to date them again <laughs> <laughs> oh Paulo. He's busy. He's a busy boy with muscly legs. He's doing some stuff. I hate yes. how you talk about Apollo. It makes you sound like a pervert. <laughs> Just not. He's <laughs> a handsome dog. I don't want to talk about your bestiality slash furry issues over there, so I'm going to move it back to the grassy. Because the other thing that's happening, aside from, like, Arthur trying to deal with his dad dating again, is that there's, like... These two girls that we've never seen before wearing matching outfits. And one of them we learned is named Allison, but I don't think we ever hear her friend's name. And Allison just decides that Snake is just hot as shit. And, like, she needs, like, she's gonna go for him. And, it, like, the whole thing is about her trying to, like, seduce him. But also Melanie still is, like, really hot for Snake. And Snake still likes Melanie, but they're both really awkward and horrible. But Melanie is intimidated by this glamorous niner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's the big thing that's happening in this episode. Mm -hmm. I just love their matching outfits because it was the exact same sweater, but in, in two different colors. And they had, and like, so color-coordinated socks, too. So fun. It was very cute and reminded me of when Hannah and Jasmine once had a photo shoot at the Sears photo. Yeah, the portrait station. studio. Yeah. yeah. And uh, matching and they, outfits. And matching outfits. And the woman was very confused. I love a matching outfit. Kevin still has that photo. I still in have his a copy house. Of it. Kevin has my copy and it's hanging in his kitchen. Good. <laughs> it's very cute. Glad. I think didn't the one you stuck with were the one where you both on the we're ground where you yeah, really yeah. like a little chin head yeah. or a little matching outfits. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. very cute. We look very good. Yeah. I want to do we should do another photo shoot. Do they still hide coupons around Sears where Does Sears still exist? Yeah. 
Yeah, there's some Sears's around. Yeah, they just closed a bunch, but oh, they still closed some. them all. Do they still, maybe they don't do free photo shoots anymore, because that's, like, not a good way to run a business, really. But, I don't know, maybe they do. We can find them. Mm-hmm. We can go hide around a Sears. We can <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> Jasmine is now bullying Apollo. <laughs> No, he thinks you're going to throw it now. He'll get over it. He's not over it. She fully bullied Apollo just there. He's happy. He's wagging his tail. It's because he's still expecting you to throw it. He thinks the game's still happening. You pranked him. Pranked. Pranked successful. Pranked a dog. Start by pranking dogs. Work your way up. Anyway, I love a matching outfit. I love wearing matching outfits with people. Me and Lydia wear a lot of matching outfits. Yes, you do. And people just usually don't realize. They'll realize like one part of our outfit is the same, but they won't notice that everything is. They'd be like, we had these like little matching like neckerchiefs and we were wearing those and I was like, ooh, they're like best friend neckerchiefs. And we're just like, I guess so. But also our entire outfit down to our shoes match. But you haven't noticed that. You just noticed that we're wearing this one matching thing. You went all out. We did go out. I think a couple outfits are so cute. Mm-hmm. I just want to be, like, old and wearing, like, matching velour track suits. Yeah. I love that. Um, something else that was happening in this episode was the announcements that were going on <laughs> were golden. Really there was good. one that was, like, due to lack of interest, the pep rally has been canceled. <laughs> no school spirit at Degrassi. I loved it. It was very funny. Um, what else happened? I was, oh, um, Rat Baby. Oh, she was... She has a redemption arc. Yeah. Yeah. She stood up for Melanie, and... Because those, those matching outfit girls were mean, which is true. Mean girls do like to wear matching outfits, but... Oh, I was going to talk about the, the positives of having a mean girl as a best friend, which yes. is what Kathleen totally highlights in this, which is... If you have a mean girl for a best friend, they will be mean to other people for you. Yeah. It worked for me in high school. Mm-hmm. Really, really well. I feel like that's, if you're a mean person, that's a good, you don't have to be like, friend, I'm sorry, I'll never be mean again, but you can just be like, friend, I'm sorry, let me turn my meanness on others for your benefit. That's the way to That's the way to it. do it. Mm-hmm. It's a way to harness your meanness. Harness your mean energies. Mm-hmm. That's why, I, even now, anyone with a slight edge, I'm just like, yes. Get in my life. Get in my life. Protect me. Protect <laughs> me. I'm weak and small. You're like a little porcupine, and all your mean friends are the spines between you. <laughs> I'm the soft underbelly. The soft underbelly. <laughs> this is a beautiful analogy. Mm-hmm. It's so true. Yeah. Um, also, Rat Baby... As horrible as she is, is also going to a counselor now, she tells Melanie. Mm-hmm. She's getting help, which Bad. is good. So that's a good follow-up on Degrassi's part. Yeah, and you know what? It's a good message because, like, she's got a lot of shit. Yeah, she got some issues. She got some issues. And the fact that she's, like, being like, I'm going to counseling, and I guess it's working. I'm still trying to tell, but it's, like, a thing that I'm doing, and I'm, like, making like, I'm it. giving it, like, a fair shot. Yeah. Yeah. She set up. Snake and Melanie, too. Yeah, she did. She was doing a lot of Just making stuff. reparations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She knew that she was horrible. Mm-hmm. That still is horrible, I'm sure, but she really unleashed it on Allison and her twin friend. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think my favorite line in this episode, because they were doing, yeah, they were doing the school open house. I don't really understand what that would be or why they were doing that. I don't know. We did that at our high school. Did we? Yes. Oh. Did I go? I don't know. It's like a meet the teacher night. Like, you go around and you're like, these are my classes. And like... Literally, prove like that you go to school. No, like you do, like in elementary school and in high school. Okay. One time, my teacher, who literally lived on my street, denied having me in her class to my mom. That's nice. And she was just like, "No, Hannah's in your class. <laughs> like, I promise you, my daughter is taking French with you." And then she's like, "Oh, you mean Rachel?" Which I still don't. Who's Rachel? I like I've known this woman since I was like seven. Well, I'm sorry about your childhood trauma. <laughs> my experience with an open house night. Yeah. I don't think my parents ever went to that, ever. It seems like something I would try and not tell my mom about so we wouldn't have to go. Because it sounds a lot like participation to me. And I can't get into that. That's like... But Carol showed up and Arthur yeah, got really mad. Yeah, that was so inappropriate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why. Because it seems like they weren't really dating for that long mm-hmm. like it sounded like maybe they were only on like their like third or so date because yeah. he was just like oh he's going out on with her again mm-hmm. and it seemed like kind of like a weird thing that they were continuing to date and then they just got drunk and fucked and then arthur walked in and they were just naked and he was just like oh i guess you're around now and then his dad just brings her to parent teacher night yeah. And she seems, like, genuinely weirded out yes, by says, Arthur's, like, response. It's good. She says, I can't cope with this. And then she just <laughs> leaves. And I want to start saying that. It's like, can't cope. It's because... It's a good, honest response. It is. When you can't cope with something. It's like, yeah, I forgot you can just say that and leave. Yeah. And be like, no. Arthur just fully screams that she's not my mother. Well, it's like, I understand why he feels that way. Because it's like, this is just a random woman that you bought, like, brought to this thing that is specifically for, like, parents and people invested in his life. And I don't know why Carol didn't consider the fact that, like, Arthur's dad, like, has a son. And that, like... Like, I don't know why she was, like, shocked by that as, like, a difficult thing. She breaks up with him after. Because she's like, I don't want to deal with a kid. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, but you're dating a dude who has, like, two children. One's, like, invisible. Why are you looking confused? Who's the second Stephanie. Child? Oh. One's, like, She's gone now. She's always so gone. She's <laughs> always so gone. She's so gone. Uh, and then afterwards, his dad's too sad to prank. Yeah. Doesn't want to prank. A thing that I noticed yeah. is that they have this painting at his dad's house that... Uh, this girl we were friends with in high school, and we always had, like, parties at her house, had in her bedroom. And I recognized it because it's, like, this big, like, sailboat, but, like, a piratey one. But the, like, sails are pointing the wrong way. Like, they're full of air going the wrong way. Oh. But, like, there's, like, water trails, so you can see it's going the other way. And I just got, like, really excited to see that in her house because I was, like, good, it's a reproduction. Like, people liked the shitty, like, painting enough to, like, make multiples of them. I don't know. This just made me think of that. It was a little inside peek. I don't remember seeing that painting, but I'm sure it was beautiful. It's not. Ooh. <laughs> well, there's, like, a... Art Criticana <laughs> on the prowl. It's just a stupid painting of a boat that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Not a lot else. I'll... I'm... One of the things I wrote about this episode was just finding out your dad did sex. And it's like, I don't want to... 
No, don't tell me about your dad. No, I'm sex. not gonna tell you about my dad having sex. That same girl, because <laughs> don't her. Tell us about her dad. Having no, sex. I have to tell you this now because I remembered. Anyway, it's my trauma, and I have to share it in order okay. to heal. Uh, we borrowed her dad's like digital camera because oh. he was like, <laughs> because he was like. Her, like, rich dad who had, like, a sailboat and a motorcycle and this, like, really nice house and just, like, all this stuff. So, like, they had a digital camera, like, pretty early on. And we're like, let's take selfies together. Let's go have a photo shoot. But, like, it couldn't hold that many pictures. So we're like, oh, we should delete the old ones. And they were just sexy photos of her stepmom. And they were not, like just kind of nice <laughs> normal <laughs> sexy photos they were very bdsm <laughs> and it was just like i didn't need to see this ever uh that's did you I'm see not, like one and you were like no shut it down or did you no see because we were fucking dumb kids and we're like oh what the fuck and it was like kept going <laughs> oh, uh, no. anyway and then we just kind of all just pretended that that had never happened because we're just, like, we already felt kind of iffy about, his, like, the stepmom in the first place. Because, like, her dad cheated on her mom with this person. Oh, and, weird. like, we felt like she was really nice and she was trying really hard to get us to like her. But, obviously, we just weren't going to and considered her, like, an evil stepmom figure. Mm -hmm. Even though she was, like, a totally nice woman. And as, like, adults later in life, I was like, oh, no, I, like, I understand you and it's fine. But also, I will never get over just seeing her, like, bound and gagged in a bathtub, so... Ah, <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. And now, neither will I. <laughs> so, that was just a time. Mm -hmm. Once, uh, a co-worker, while I was working at Sears, left a package of developed photos at the till, and they were all just her in lingerie with sex toys. Ooh. Do we know this person? No. Oh. She got fired. Was it because she left her own sexy photos? No, because she kept feeling up other coworkers, and then one day she called in and said she couldn't make it, and then she went to the mall that we worked at. <laughs> <laughs> She's very inspirational. <laughs> Why is the feeling up coworkers thing? That's not cool, but like I like that calling into work. <laughs> and then going to the same mall. Why? Also, there's nothing in that mall. No. Anyway, you could go to Sears. They really tried to revitalize it and it's not happening. Mm -mm. It's a sad mall. It's a sad mall. Anyway, moving on. I think, I was trying to think, the closest thing is when I punked my family by doing this. By being in, I think, grade one or kindergarten, and we had a cool camera, so I invited my friend who lived down the street over to take fashion photos of each other, <laughs> and, like... Wasn't this cool. when you got your first bra? Isn't that... I like... had just gotten my first bra, so then it evolved from fashion photos. I think this was my plan all along, if I can remember, <laughs> to, to then suddenly bring up, like, we should take pictures of me in my underwear. <laughs> So then there's, like, three pictures of me in my, like, underwear, and it they look, and I don't know. Then we didn't worry about it, because this was before digital cameras. So, so it was, like, like it's just locked away. I don't, whatever. We had a fun day. And then my mom got the pictures developed, and, like, was like, Jasmine, what are these pictures that you have taken? And it's just, like, a fun key story, and I still have the pictures, and they're funny, but creepy looking. And I just feel so bad for the um 
person who had to develop these pictures. And they're just like, oh, And it's what? just like all of a sudden like definitely just a child in underwear trying to look sexy. And it's like, I'm so sorry that that was your job. You were exposed to these images that me, a horrible child, did to you. A uh, similar thing that I did, not with the intent of being, like, sexy at all, mm-hmm. but just, like, a weird fucking thing that my family found that I had done, is in high school, because, like, we didn't have a cafeteria, which I think we've talked about before, like, everybody just kind of sat in the hallway at lunch and, like, in between classes, um, well, I mean, we had a cafeteria, but nobody used it. It had, like, four tables. Yeah, so I would, like, I was really concerned about the fact that I'd have to, like, stand up and like sit down in my outfits <laughs> so I would make webcam videos of me in the morning <laughs> just like bending down to get things out of my locker or like sitting down and then standing up and then just like checking to make sure that like my butt wouldn't be hanging out or like my pants didn't like ride down or whatever so there would just be these like weird ritualistic videos of me just like walking around and bending over <laughs> and then like my mom found them and she was just like who are these for? <laughs> like, I was, did someone pay you to do this? Do you need an adult? And I was just like, no, just was really worried about the length of my skirt. You're just preparing. Oh my god, I love that so much. Oh my god. Your mind works in mysterious ways as a teen. It does. You just do things. <laughs> this is why I could never work with, like, teenagers now, because I remember too much of the shit I did, and it was like, you just do things. And they just seem really normal. You're like, mm, life hack. Yeah. <laughs> Take pictures of bending over in front of a webcam in a skirt. Yeah. No, that's why I love working with teens. It's just like, yeah, you're doing some dumb shit, but I get it. You it just makes sense yeah. to you. And if you can explain it to me, I can totally be behind you on a lot of this weird stuff. You're like, oh, I'm just checking to see if my skirt's long enough. I'd be like, that's a genius idea, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, good for you. That's why I love it. <laughs> I love knowing the dumb shit they're up to. <laughs> I love it. They're so funny. I love a teen. Yeah, my sister's hilarious. I really wish that she was still here while we were recording so you could get her input on this. Mm-hmm. I feel like all she'd say is, I don't know, or... She needs to talk. grow some confidence. I know. Because she does know. I only Did know it. one teenager, but she's 19. That's so like barely like a teen. Adult. We forgot to talk about one really important thing that also happened in this episode. Which was? Which was the... In- I don't even know if it's the introduction of Tim. But no, like Tim was there before. This was a Tim-heavy episode. I don't remember much of Tim from before. Was he in the last episode? Yes. I mean, Tim's just really good. He's just, like, this very cute, like, sissy boy mm-hmm. who just has, like, a very, like... He's like Ricky from My So-Called Life. He's very concerned about Shane's acid intake, which is fair because it literally fucks him up for life, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a fan of Tim. He's good. I just wish he was a bigger character. He slammed a locker door. It was good. Yeah, he had, like, an emotional outburst. Yeah. It was a good one, though. Um, oh, no. There, Joey gets totally sold out by his mom because he gets Caitlyn to show his mom around, 
and his mom is just like, she's just as pretty as you said. He won't stop talking about you. And I'm just like, oh God. Which is like probably really nice for Caitlin, like so validating, but Joey was just like. He was dying. It's like, why don't you care about my well-being, mom? Mom, are you trying to murder me? Like, yeah, though. I know. If any, if any of my parents did that, I would have been like, I have to go die in a hole now. I'm going to go dig it. Currently. Goodbye. Forever. That's why I never told my parents anything about myself. Yeah, that's, that's fair. fair. <laughs> <laughs> never tell anyone anything about yourself. Just keep it all locked in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Except then people make assumptions about you and it's weird it's like why do you think that about me and it's like oh i guess because i never say anything about myself the more you know pros mm-hmm. cons to everything it's like my older brother has like a very strong idea of who he thinks jasmine is mm-hmm. and it's just like based off of like two stories that i told him where like she did something especially like funny but now he thinks jasmine's this like really like outgoing weirdo girl and like you're so mean and you're just like so not that yeah i mean it's like not not part of your personality but like not in the I way where people. I describe myself as outgoing, no. though. No, not at all. Yeah. In a life or death situation, maybe. Even. Oh, God. I don't even know. If I was. If someone was like, you have to do this or you'll die, I probably still wouldn't do it. <laughs> I'd rather die than I'd do anything. Die than be told to do anything <laughs> or be outgoing. I don't know. Think on that. I hate being outgoing in front of other adults. Maybe that's why I like working with kids. I can be outgoing with kids. It's so easy. They get it. It's like, it depends on the size of the group. If it's like me and one or two other people, I'm good. Maybe three people. And if I don't know them either. If it's like a group of five strangers, I will not say a single word. Because it's like, I don't know you. You're strangers. Doesn't matter that I'm an adult and we're all adults. I feel like I'm outgoing if you guys are around specifically. Yeah, you guys help me. But, like, I'm not outgoing generally, and, like, I'm not friendly and I'm not talkative. Mm-hmm. And, like, I will have to be around people, like, minimum, like, a five hangout before I'm, like, I have something to say. Mm-hmm. But then also, like, it was Pride last weekend, and I write for Canada's, like, queer paper, so I had to go be part of their like festival thing and like get like tell people about like our new website and get them to sign up for our newsletters and we were doing this little speaker's corner thing so I had to like rope people into doing that and it was so bad and horrible and I didn't want to talk to anybody and I was also really hungover and I was just like trying and like the people that I was doing it with were like higher ups in our paper which I didn't know I thought they were just gonna be other like people who just are writers and are just kind of around but I was like I have to, like, actually, like, really do a good job because you could tell people that I'm, like, I don't know, not nice and good and I shouldn't be doing interviews because, like, I'm not nice. It's weird. When, like, people describe... Once someone tried to describe me as friendly... No. And I was like, no. (laughs) No? That's not me? Ever? I don't think I've ever been friendly. Sometimes you are. You're friendly to me. You're friendly yeah. if you're like, friendly if you want to be to friends with people. Introduce you to people. You're really nice, but that's because yes. you're a little it's sweetie a, deep it's inside. A, it's not. <laughs> it's no, a, but we were like talking about this the other day. Like when you want somebody to be your friend, yeah, no. you like make that happen. It's yeah. you're I just manifest being, destiny. A friendship, yes. Yeah, you manifested a friendship with like other Hannah. I did, and I manifested my friendship with this Hannah. Yeah, real hard. 
Do you know know how I made Hannah my friend? No, I was too busy being bitter about it. (laughs) I don't know what actually Uh, went down. I... Hannah was in my class. I thought she was cool. I sat on her lap during a, a project, and then I just made it happen. Mamma mia. I have barely any memories of, like, Ashley before we were friends. I remember that just you were friends. she was sitting on your lap, and that I was I remember it. that you were friends with that girl from earlier who had the house and the stepmom, etc., mm-hmm. and the bad painting. Uh, you were friends with her, and she was, like, my best friend in elementary school, and we weren't really friends in high school, but we were, like, kind of uncomfortable with, like, that shift, and, like, even though we both weren't friends with each other, we didn't really know how to, like, handle that change, and then she was friends with you, and you guys were, like, really close all of a sudden, and I was, like, really jealous about it, and I think in retrospect, I was more just, like, jealous, that I was, like, why would you choose to be friends with her? Like, why aren't you friends with me? But then... Yeah, I just sort of remember that, kind of knowing you through her, and then you just sat on my lap, and then we were best friends. I also manifested my friendship with Jasmine by tricking her into drawing things for me, because she was a really good artist. Mm -hmm. Still is. So I made a lot of friends in high school. But I didn't draw you as an anime character. Yeah. That's like, exactly I, what Jasmine did for me. Yeah, because I was like, I don't know how to talk to strangers, but if you want me to draw you as an anime character, it'll make me feel really good because I get to draw an anime character, and then you'll tell me that it looks really good. Yeah. It worked. It got me really an well. invite to your birthday and then everlasting friendship. Yes. Ashley went to my first birthday party in British Columbia, and I still have the toy she got me. I'm saving it forever. <laughs> what did she get you? It's a stuffed cat, and it's a calico cat, and it's really soft. That's cute. But mm. I don't, I don't have it out. It's in a box. Which is happening? Oh no, I'm doing it. I'm telling the world. Guess what? You. I'd just be like, nope. <laughs> just like, <laughs> bleep out the whole thing. She's like, guess what, guys? Just, That's <laughs> <laughs> fine. It'll be a surprise. <laughs> we'll see how Jasper edits this one. It'll be exciting. It will be. Okay. Right, I think uh, that's it. I think wrap now us, that's everything. Wrap us up. That's all yeah. our news. And yeah, some that's... of it's a secret. <laughs> some of it's uh not yours to know the world um because as i said before i didn't share anything with my parents growing up and i'm not sharing anything with anyone now (laughs) um so this has been be the best our degrassi fan podcast you can find us at soundcloud.com slash be the best podcast or on our tumblr which is be the best podcast.tumblr.com also we have an itunes oh we gosh. love getting reviewed on itunes please do it if you review us we'll review your review yeah or if you review us we will send a shout out i don't know if people want that but we can we can do all sorts of things for people i guess yeah and if you have questions about like our favorite characters or anything or if you need relationship advice oh yes that'd be fun that's what we're good at (laughs) we're really good at that uh you can message us on our tumblr that's it yeah that's it all right all right bye